0: Welcome back to the Big Small Business Show and in studio with us we've got Dr. McLean Sabanda. He's been on the show before. He is an attorney specializing in IP, intellectual property. Um, He ran the Innovation Hub for for a long, long time. Uh, That's where I got to know him. What an incredible man. He's also an author of uh, a number of books. Uh, We've had him on the show before to talk about his book called Footprints and today I want to talk about the subject of Nuts and Bolts which was his, uh, the book that he produced prior to this um, and the byline here, Strengthening Africa's Innovation and Entrepreneurship Ecosystems. Welcome Doctor. Thank you very much Alan. So, so this show is for entrepreneurs and so uh, I know this we're talking at ecosystemic level but you know we, we are often are, are accused as uh, entrepreneurs as just copying what's going on overseas and this very little innovation in Africa or it's frugal innovation and we're not really thought of generally speaking as a place of innovation yet I see so much and yet our brand is very very different. Mm. So maybe that's sort of the cover uh, opening but innovation is difficult Because innovation requires the organization itself to adapt to something and then I have to go and sell it out into the market and educate somebody about my new innovation. And they already like the incumbent technology or approach or whatever it might be. So my first question really is that what can I do internal in my organization to make it more innovative? What are the tricks or a couple of things I can do to make it more innovative culturally?
1: Yeah, so I mean, the the challenge with uh, innovation is um, is the fact that many people are focused uh, perhaps on the wrong thing. So innovation is about solving problems, uh, and so internally, what one is going to focus on is encouraging the employees to identify problems. Uh, the problems are got to be large enough uh, for one to be able to develop a business uh, idea and also uh, provide a pathway in terms of revenue streams um, you know moving forward and it's got to be scalable. Uh, And and so the bigger question is uh, are we encouraging discussion within the company, are we encouraging brainstorming, Uh, do we have uh, perhaps weekly sessions where we ask what problem have you identified, what are the possible solutions, Uh, how are they dealing with that particular problem at the the current moment, Uh, and what pain uh, would the customer need to overcome in order to embrace the solution that we're actually producing. Uh, The higher the pain, as you'd know, uh, the more difficult it is to get the idea into the market. Uh, and so what one needs to really do is to really figure out what is the pain point uh, of the customer uh, and address that uh, so that uh, there is value that is created and the customer can see that value.
0: Yeah, so so moving there, I mean, I just hear maybe this is an in a, in a inappropriate time to, to come clean, but I, I, was, I was one of probably the last people in the... In the world to be using a uh, Philofax and then probably one of the last people in the world to be using a uh, BlackBerry. But uh, you know, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the reason for, for not moving is because I had no problem. I I got used to that. It was it worked for me. There was no problem. And even though there was a better solution out there, and I knew it because everybody wanted to show me how you know Apple or uh, Samsung was better, um, but i had no problem so to move there was no incentive to move
1: well you're not a customer for those uh, initial innovations Uh, so they were first movers yeah there were other people that were able to uh, to embrace it i mean i remember i struggled just getting off a blackberry Mm. Um, and when i had to move from a blackberry to a samsung it was actually quite difficult once i moved I realized, wow, this is what I'm missing. Yeah, uh, And so I think, you know, and this is the thing about uh, I think entrepreneurs building businesses is the fact that you're not going to address every customer's needs. You have to figure out where you start, uh, and where you start is going to be a sizable market, but also you have to look into the future. Uh, what are the trends likely to be? Uh, and I think we can sit here and talk about Blackberry, Nokia, where are they today? Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and that and 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 we might be saying that about Apple and, and Samsung, you know, in a couple of years' time, and that to me also feels that just on innovation. If you look at innovation, and I'm I'm actually ironically very interested in innovation and and follow tech very closely, but what it feels like for me is it's a it's a, like the space race or the arms race is that it's like it's everyone is just going forward, and as soon as you know, you've got this this uh, technology where you can squeeze technology that Apple patents, and Samsung comes around and finds a way around that and, and everyone's got it and that becomes the new standard. And so innovation seems to be f- from a different perspective just the, you know, the ticket to the game, you know, only. You know, if you're not innovating, you're just not in the game. You cannot do anything else. And I'm seeing that move down in in the economy to smaller businesses that if they're not innovating they actually don't have a ticket to the game.
1: No I mean absolutely because if you're not innovating it means that those that are innovating are taking your market. Uh, There's always a problem that a client has with with whatever solution you're providing. And hence it's important uh, for entrepreneurs to spend a lot of time talking to their clients, the target market. Uh, to be sure that the problem that they're solving is really a problem. Uh, So once you're actually pushing a technology uh, to a client, it's a hard sell. But disruptive technologies, disruptive innovation, you're going to have to push. Uh, It's the same thing. Many people didn't know that they needed an iPhone, Mm. right? Uh, But in certain cases, uh, technology uh, pull is easier because there is... You know, there is a particular problem, uh, and the client actually sees that uh, you know they
0: use a problem. We've got less than a minute left, and maybe a tough question in the fact that if I go too far and I innovate too far, and then somebody just copies me, and I'm a small guy, what 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 do I have at my disposal to protect myself? And that's a disincentive to innovate.
1: Well, the first question that one would need to ask is, do you have a patent? Uh, and if the answer is yes, uh, then you go and buy that product and just make sure that indeed they have copied you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the patent is quite specific. You look at the, what is called the claims, uh, and you need to make sure that the product that you think they've copied falls within what, whatever is called the claims. Now if you don't have a patent, uh, you then go to the next thing and say, well, do I have a registered design? Uh, because it's the look and feel. And if you do have a registered design, and uh, this particular product looks the same from a design point of view, then you've got an opportunity to go to a lawyer uh, and say they have copied. If they don't have a registered, if you don't have a registered design, then you ask, do I have a trademark? And now, if they're using your mark or your logo, then you have a leg to stand on. Now, if you don't have any of that, unfortunately, copying is free and anybody can copy because that's how innovation
0: um, moves forward on that note uh, we're going to leave it there dr mclean sabanda thank you for being on the big small business show thank you very much alan
1: The Big Small Business Show was proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker. Choose a chartered accountant. The Big Small Business Show was brought to you by
0: MTN Business. Everywhere you go, MTN.